All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all come on in. Come on in. We finally made it, baby. We finally made it. Thank y'all so much to those of you that's been waiting for the live to start. Thank y'all so much, baby. I've been over here fighting, going through a little warfare this morning. So I appreciate y'all coming in. Appreciate y'all waiting. Y'all come on in. Come on in. Yes, baby. Come on in. Come on in. Can't post comments to some destinations. What is this thing talking about? Then the weather. The weather's a little bad over here. So y'all excuse me, baby. But we right on time. We right on time. Y'all come on in. Come on in. Let me see. Is he letting y'all come in over there on YouTube? Yes. Okay. I see it. I see it. Y'all come on in. Come on in, baby. All my divine ones. Come on in. Come on in. How y'all doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, baby. Yes. Come on in. Come on in. Charlotte Jones, good morning. Good morning, Charlotte Jones. Come on in. Yes, baby. Y'all slide on in this thing. Thank you so much, Quadisha. It I just did my face routine, y'all. And when I tell y'all that thing got my skin shining, baby. You can see yourself in my forehead. Do you hear me? That thing shine. That's the anointed, baby. That's the glow. That's the that's that God glow, baby. Y'all come on in. Come on in. Check on in this thing. Good morning. Good morning. Put your locations in the comments. Let me see where y'all watching from this morning. Let me see where y'all checking in from because God said we got divine ones from all over the world. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, baby. Good morning. Good morning, Patricia. Come on in. Come on in. Yes. Good morning, Stephanie. Come on in. Come on in. Let me see. Okay, there you go. Good morning, Nancy. Oh, Nandy. Nandy D. Come on in. Come on in. Good morning over there on TikTok. How y'all doing over there on TikTok, baby? Come on in. Come on in. Yes, baby. Yes, come on in, come on in. Good morning, Quanisha. Come on in. Y'all make sure y'all share the live with somebody today. Share this message with somebody today because I got one for y'all, baby. Oh, I got one for y'all. So make sure y'all share, share, share. Y'all gonna need this word. Take y'all through y'all weekend. Take y'all through the next week, baby. Look, this one gonna take you all the way through 2024. This one gonna take you all the way through 2024, baby. Y'all come on in. Come on in. Good morning, Danita Saul. How you doing? Good morning, Queen B. Come on in. Come on in. Yes. Come on now. Good morning to me a lot. Good morning. Good morning. Let me see. Keisha. Keisha LaShawn. Good morning, baby. Good morning. I told y'all, y'all, until you're going to end on having to get some glasses. <laughs> Auntie gonna have gonna end up having to get some glasses trying to see the comments and stuff. Or it, it's either me or the words getting smaller and smaller on the screen. <laughs> they getting smaller and smaller. Y'all make that font bigger in the comments so we can see. Uh Terry Richardson, good morning. Good morning, Terry Richardson in New Jersey. 
Good morning, Teresa Patterson in Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Come on in. Come on in. Miss Danita in Columbus, Georgia. Come on in. Lackenzie Hearing in Belleville, Illinois. Come on in. Come on in. Charlotte Jones in Prosper, Texas. Come on in. Come on in. Yes, baby. Y'all slide on in here this morning. Candace Hem Street in Clarksburg, Maryland. Come on in. Come on in. We got a birthday, y'all. Troy Hallman. Happy birthday to our divine one, Troy Hallman. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Glory to God. Come on in. Come on in. Stephanie, good morning in Houston, Mississippi. Come on in. Katia in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Come on in. Come on in. Good morning, Coach Tyson. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> yes, baby. Teresa says she got her coffee. Get y'all coffee, baby. So get your coffee. Listen, get your coffee. Get your mugs. Get your water. Get your tea. Get, get whatever your morning drink is, baby. And settle on in, baby to another episode or come on in come on in baby we live every monday and friday morning so y'all make sure y'all block your calendars uh y'all excuse her i was i was a little late i was a few minutes late this morning because i'm over here fighting with all this stuff the lights and all of that so yeah so going through a little warfare but monday through friday 9 a.m <laughs> not monday through friday excuse me monday and friday 9 a.m. We are live. So y'all make sure y'all come in and join us. Look, say I got these kids and stuff. So look, realistically, y'all set it, set it to about 9, 10, 9, 15. You will know. Okay. Yeah. Toy gonna be on him about 9, 10, 9, 15. <laughs> Toy gonna be on him about 9, 10, 9, 15. Cause I, I bet you Kari over there doing something. I bet your car over there calling her name, asking for something. So y'all just know about 9, 10, 9, 15, no later than that, I'll be on. Yes, Nita So Neat. Welcome to the membership over here on YouTube. Come on in, come on in. Yes, baby, get your coffee, get your coffee. Keisha say, I got my coffee, baby. Get that coffee. Get that latte, get that water. Get that, get, get whatever your morning drink is, baby. And come on in. Come on in. Thank you so much for your seed, Candice. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes, baby. Y'all come on in. Come on in. So real quick, y'all, before we jump in the word, I'm going to be in Houston, Texas on March the 16th. And I want you there. Okay. I want you live and in person. I want to see you up close and personal, live and in person in the building. If you have ever been to one of our Divine Ones in person events, y'all know it's like the videos times 100. It's like the lives times 100, baby. So listen, if you're going to be in the Houston, Texas area, around march the 16th i want you to get your ticket right now because we only have a limited amount of seats yes yeah, charlotte say she gonna be there baby charlotte jones in the building come on in come on in tamia lot got her ticket baby tamia i'm ready to meet you live and in person baby we done been on the camera long enough who else said who else saying that i'd have been on this camera long enough baby i gotta feel this thing in person i gotta get this anointing in person come on now i gotta get this transformation in person listen if you can be there you better make your way in the building baby because we're gonna be going in on march the 16th in houston texas 
Houston, y'all been asking for it, and we finally gonna be there. So don't be one of them folks that been asking, and then when I drop it, you don't come. Oh, okay. <laughs> come on now. Oh, okay. Somebody put that in the comments and say, oh, okay. Don't be one of them folks about tell you where you gonna come to Houston, where you gonna come to California, where you gonna come to New York, where you gonna then I drop the thing and y'all don't come. Come on now, you got to be ready. You got to be prepared. Cause you don't know when your moment gonna come. You don't know when your elevation gonna come. You don't know when God gonna pass through that thing, baby. So you got to be ready for your transformation. Y'all be in the building on March the 16th now. Cause when them tickets gone, they gone. We can't make no more room. I remember when I did my Atlanta seminar in 2021 and I told y'all them tickets was gone. People were still, Toy, can we get a ticket? Can we get a ticket? <laughs> I had a couple of my divine ones standing outside the door, baby. It was people standing all outside the door in the hallway at the hotel. Listen, get on in there. Get on in there, baby, because transformation, is, and it is not me. It's the power of God. It's the power of God, baby. And it's what God is getting ready to do for you in this season. And I want you to feel that. I want you to be live and in person with that in the room. I want you to be live and in person with transformation in the room. I want you to come with your journals, with your blue ink pens. We're going to be in person, baby. And we're going to get in. We're going to get in with this seminar. You're going to get the knowledge. You're going to get the tools that you need to get your spiritual transformation, to get your business transformation. Because the knowledge that I'm teaching y'all, you can apply it to any area of your life. I use it to grow spiritually. I use it to grow in my business. My, because I'm using these principles, I'm using these keys. My business is growing. My family is prospering. Come on now. God is healing my body. God is healing my children. And I want to show you how to do the same thing. That's your portion too. Why you can't have it? Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say, why I can't have it? <laughs> Why I can't have it? God say you can't have it because you keep trying to do the same old thing the same old way. So he said, I need you to switch it up a little bit. 2024, I need you to switch that thing up. I need you to be somewhere that you wouldn't normally be. Come on now. How many of y'all, you wouldn't even think you would be in Houston, Texas at no seminar, investing to come to no seminar. But see, God say you want something that you ain't never had, but you ain't willing to do something. You, you want to stay on the shore. <laughs> Come on now, that's it, Tracy. Why I can't have it? Come on now, that's it, Martina. Why I can't have it? You want to stay on the shore and you want to stick a toe in. You want to stick a toe in. You want to say, ooh, ooh, I'll just stick a little toe in. I'm going to just stay right here. I'm going to do a little something different, but I ain't going to do too much. I'm just I'm gonna stick a little toe in. God said, "Uh, oh, baby." He said, "When you when you talk about transformation, when you talk about getting to your next level, he said you got to dive in that thing, baby. That's it, Tamil. You got to go down in the deep. You got to launch out into the deep, baby. You got to let down your net because the Lord said that I'm getting ready to send the increase. I feel the power of God. He said I'm getting ready to send the increase into your life, but you keep playing around up there on the shore trying to stick a toe in when God God telling you to go deep, launch out into the deep. In other words, he's saying, get out of your comfort zone. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say no more comfort zone. No more comfort zone. Put it in the comments, baby. Say no more comfort zone. Launch out into the deep. 
I didn't get nothing different from God until I started moving different. Do y'all understand me? I don't care how many prayers you sit up there and pray. I don't care how many times you go in that church building. I don't care how many times you standing up there in that prayer line. You're going to get the same results because ain't nothing changing with you. Ain't nothing shifting with you on the inside. You're thinking the same thoughts and you're doing things the same old way. So something got to change in here. Something got to change in here. You got to leave your comfort zone. You got to step outside the box. You got to be willing to do something that you wouldn't normally do. And guess what going to happen, baby? When you get in the room, ooh, somebody say, I got to get in the room. We finna get in the word. But y'all put that in the comments. Say, I got to get in the room. Because I'm going to tell y'all what happened when you get in the room. You meet somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody else. Come on now. I can't tell y'all the connections. I can't even, listen, we'll be here all day if I start breaking this thing down and telling you the value that I have gotten, the connections that I have made, the people that God has blessed me with, the people that God has sent into my life because I was willing to get up out of the familiar. I was willing to leave my old hometown. I was willing to face my fears and get on a plane. I was willing to face my fears and, and go in the room and talk to people and make new connections and meet new friends. I was willing to face my fears and do what God told me to do. And I was blessed for it. Do you understand me? I met people that changed my life. I connected with people that changed my life. See, you keep running around with the same old folks that's doing the same old thing. God said, you got to leave them environments and you got to get amongst some like-minded people, baby, because it is a kingdom principle that iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. As, one, as iron sharpens iron, so does one person sharpen another. It's a kingdom principle, baby. Glory to God. So y'all get in the room. Come on in. Come on in. That's it, Troy. Troy said, I got to get in the room. Come on now. We need our men in the room too. We need men and women in the room. We need more men to represent for the kingdom in this season. Kingdom men are rising. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say kingdom men are rising. This ain't no woman empowerment. This ain't no man empowerment. This is kingdom empowerment. And you got men and women in the kingdom. So we need both of them to rise up. We need both of them in the building. Come on now. We need men and women in the building. We need men and women coming together to advance the kingdom of God. See, the devil don't like that. Oh, he don't like that. He want the men to stay over there and he want the women to stay over there. And he want the women to talk about empowering only the women. And he want the men to talk about empowering only the men because he know as long as he can divide us and long as he can keep us separate, we can't push forward with God's agenda. Because there's too much division in the kingdom. Come on now. There's too much taking sides. There's too much men over here and women over there. So God say, come together. This is a movement for the kingdom, baby. And we bringing men and women together. So men, I don't want y'all to sit out. Don't sit out because you're saying, oh, well, that's she doing that for the women. That's for the women. No, we need men in the building. We're doing it for the men and the women. Men and women taking their rightful place in the kingdom of God. Come on now. That's it, baby. The kingdom is for everybody. Since when did the kingdom only be about women and women empower men? Since when did the kingdom of God only be about men and men empower men? And the word of God talk about this. It let us know that in these, in these days that we in, that people are going to become lovers of them own selves. Men going to become lovers of their own self. People going to get, get it going it to start being about them instead of God, instead of the kingdom. So we got to put God back on front street, baby. And we got to make this a movement a co-ed movement for the kingdom.
for the kingdom. Glory to God. Let me tell y'all something, baby, what God was speaking to me this morning. Get y'all coffee, baby, because we already done went in. <laughs> we already done went in, baby. I ain't even got to the message yet, and the Holy Spirit already done went in. Listen, I don't want y'all crying over nobody, over nothing that done left your life. Listen to me. I don't want you crying. I don't want you having no pity party. I don't want you going back and forth. I don't want you going tit for tat. You better listen to me. Y'all share this live. Don't you cry over nothing or nobody that done left y'all life. I just dropped a video yesterday where I told you that what is coming is greater than what left. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say what's coming is greater than what left. This is what God revealed to me. He said it is an insult for you to sit there and for you to cry. It is an insult for you to sit down and say, I don't have nobody. It is an insult to God for you to sit down and say, I don't have nobody that support me. I don't have nobody that love me. I don't have nobody that want me. It is an insult to God to cry over anything or anybody that done left your life voluntarily when God say, I'm still here voluntarily. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say, God is still here. He's still here. And as long as you got him, you got to realize and open up your eyes and see that you got everything you need, baby. That's it. What's coming is greater than what left. He say, as long as you still got me, you got everything you need. Got everything you need. That's it, baby. Put it in the comments. Say, God is still here. God is still here. Ooh, y'all better speak that thing. He said, I don't want you crying. I don't want you having no pity party. I don't want you feeling sorry for yourself. He said, let it go. Somebody got to wash their hands today. Ooh, that's what I hear in the spirit. Somebody having to wash their hands today. Somebody been going back and forth with some stuff. Somebody been tussling with some stuff. Somebody been trying to make another human being love them. Somebody been trying to make a, another human being that got free will. You've been trying to make them respect you. You've been trying to make them value you. But you better hear the spirit of the Lord today, baby. He said, if it want to go, you better let it go. And he said, don't you cry over nothing that done left your life when I'm still here. And I'm ready to move for you. I'm ready to make some shape for you, baby. I'm ready to take you from zero to 100 real quick. He said, don't you be crying over no missed opportunities. God said, let that stuff go. If it didn't work out, that's because it wasn't meant to work out. If it fell through, that's because it was meant to fail. It was meant to fall through. Glory be to God. I was watching something the other day, and I normally don't even watch the news. So I know it was meant for me to see this. Because <laughs> God was speaking to me and showing me something. I was watching something the other day where it was saying, y'all don't have to put it in the comments to like verify nothing. I'm just making, saying it for a point. It was some folks somewhere that missed a flight. They missed a flight. I think it was like one, I think they said it was two people. Missed a flight. And then when the plane took off, the plane in the air, the, the dough that's exactly where the people would have been sitting at flew off the plane. It flew off the plane out of nowhere. The dough just gone. And now what if them folks would have been there on that flight, sitting in that seat, and suddenly they didn't have their seatbelts on? Or they got up to go use the bathroom and came back from the bathroom and the door done flew open? 
a lot of time what we think is a missed opportunity. This is the point that God was speaking to me from it. A lot of time what we think is the end of the world. A lot of time what we think is so devastating. It's so heartbreaking. Oh my God, how could they do me like that? How could they treat me like that? How could they leave me like that? He said that rejection, baby, was for your protection. See, but you can't see it. Because you can only see what you in in the moment. You can only see what's right in front of you. But you got to understand, baby, that we serve a God that has a different vantage point than you. He can see all, baby. He can see what was, what is, and what will be. And a lot of the things that you think was missed opportunities, it was God covering you. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say, God was covering me. God was covering me, Toya. I thought I was missing out on an opportunity. I thought I, I thought this was the end of the world. I thought my plans was over. I thought my life was over. But the whole time, baby, God was covering me because you trying to get, get attached to something that is not assigned to your destiny. That's why the Lord said they was not assigned to your destiny. They wasn't part of the plan. Come on now. They didn't make the cut. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say they didn't make the cut. You keep trying to make some folks make the cut when God say, I done told you that they didn't make the cut. <laughs> Come on now. And that's a bad place to be in. When you keep trying to make somebody make a cut and God said they ain't, they ain't make it. Because you don't want to go against God. Come on now. You don't want to stand against God. Who can stand against God? Who can, who, you, God done told you it's dead, but you keep saying, I'm going to try to make it come alive. I'm going to try to make it, I'm going to try to make it make sense. I'm going to try to make it add up. Who I'm talking to today, baby. Y'all know how they be saying, make it make sense. I'm trying to make it make sense, Toya. I'm trying to make it add up because you thinking about all this effort that you done put into this thing. You thinking about all this effort that you done put into this person. But God say, didn't I tell you they didn't make the cut? So you got to wash your hands today. You got to wash your hands. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody that ever had to wash their hands with something in the spirit? You know, when you wash your hands with something, you done with it. When you wash your hands with something, you say, oh, that's that. Y'all know what they say. Ain't no sense in crying over spilled milk. Ooh, ain't no sense in crying over spilled milk, baby. You might as well get you some towels, get you a mop. And going to clean that thing up and going on about your business because it ain't no sense in crying over spilled milk. Some of y'all today, the Lord is saying, look, they was not assigned to your destiny. They had to go. Them opportunities, you, you were supposed to miss them opportunities. You were supposed to miss that flight. Them folks were supposed to betray you. They were supposed to lie on you. They were supposed to break up with you because the Lord said it set you up for your destiny. See. Did you not know that certain things must happen? Certain things must happen. Certain steps. You must see God is ordering your steps. Somebody put that in the comments real quick, baby. Say God is ordering my steps. He ordering your steps, baby. And certain things must happen. See, you can't go from step one to step 25. You got to go one, two, three, four, five. And sometimes when you hit five, you end up falling by seven steps and you end up going by the negative two. Y'all remember the number line they used to teach us when we was in math, the little basic number line. <laughs> sometimes that's how it be. You get to step five and then that thing, you know, you done got knocked by seven steps 
and everything that you just did, you it ended up getting undid, and you could fall by in a deeper hole than you was before. Who am I talking to today, baby? But you got to know that even when that thing don't make sense, even when it ain't adding up, even when it don't seem like God is moving for you, God is still ordering your steps. That's it, Kira. Y'all put that thing in the comments. That's it, Tracy Hudson. God is ordering your steps. Even when the math ain't mathing, even when it ain't adding up, I want y'all to know and understand that God is ordering your steps. And listen to this. God said they, they were not assigned to your destiny. They had to go. These things must happen. Everybody is not meant to see what God put on the inside of you. Let me tell y'all something. This was a hard lesson that I had to learn. Okay, let's talk about some lessons. <laughs> this was a hard lesson I had to learn. That everybody was not meant to see what was hidden in me. Everybody was not meant to see the glory that God placed inside of me. And see, when we truly understand this and when this truly starts sinking in, we will stop running behind people. We will stop tap dancing for people. Who am I talking to today, baby? You will stop chasing a bag. You will stop chasing an opportunity. You will stop trying to get somebody to see your worth. Stop trying to get somebody to see your value because if they can't see it, if they can't see the writing on the wall, don't you try to show it to them. Don't you try to show it to them. Every day you in the pulpit preaching your worth in your own house. Who am I talking to, baby? Every day you in your own house, you under your own roof, you in your own bedroom, you in your own kitchen, and you having to go in the pulpit like you a preacher, and you having to preach your worth, you having to tell folks how to treat you, you having to tell folks how to talk to you, you having to tell... I'm talking to somebody today, baby. Y'all act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Ooh, y'all act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about in this thing, baby. But God say, listen, he said, if you having to do that, I need you to understand that some of this stuff was not assigned to your destiny. And see, what you got to do is you got to put your eyes on God. You got to put your eyes on the kingdom, baby. You got to look to the hills from whence cometh your help. And you got to know that all your help come from God. It don't come from no job. It don't come from no man. Do you understand me? It don't come from no woman. It don't come from no social security. It don't come from no disability. It don't come from no school check. It don't come from no social media check. It don't come from no YouTube check. It don't come from no courses. It don't come. All your help come from God. And he said, you better look to the hills. Don't you look to none of this stuff. Because the moment you start looking to this stuff and you start depending on this stuff to be your bread and butter and you start depending on these folks to be your bread and butter, that's when they're going to fall. And that's when they're going to fall. Come on now. That's when you're going to fall and they're going to fall. Because I hear the Lord say that I will have no other gods before me. I won't have it. God said, I ain't letting it go down like that. So he said, when I seen you get, I seen you start putting that thing on a pedestal. I seen you start putting that thing before me. I seen you start spending more time with them than you're spending more time with me. And that's when it went to acting crazy on you. That's when you had to start blowing up their phone. That's when you had to start riding by making sure they was what they said they was. Come on now, because you done got your priorities out of whack. He said, I won't have no other gods before me. 
you put it before God, that thing going to start giving you trouble. I'm telling y'all what I know. Do you understand me? You might think it's all good in the neighborhood, but you start putting that thing before God. You make that job your number one priority. You make that man your number one priority. You make that woman your number one priority. You make them children your number one priority over God and watch and see how it do you. Watch, watch how they do you. Watch how they do you. Do you understand me? Because see, you out of order. Ooh, somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say out of order. Y'all know when something out of order, it don't work. It don't work. You, you might well leave that thing alone because you're not going to get no results out of it. If the bathroom out of order, you can't use it. <laughs> Come on now. If the vending machine out of order, you if you put your money in there, you're just wasting your money. You're just putting it in something broken. And that's how some of us, that's how some of us are in the spirit. We out of order. Because things are out of order in our life, we done moved God from the, from the number one priority and we done put them children up there. We done put that husband up there. We done put that, we done put that wife up there. We done put, listen, it's God first. It's God first. And then it's your husband. Then it's your wife. Do you understand me? Because that's what's going to secure that marriage. As long as both of y'all are chasing after God, as long as God is both of y'all priority, you ain't got to worry about your marriage. You ain't got to worry about your marriage. The marriage start failing. The marriage start going through irreconcilable differences because one person chasing one thing and the other person chasing another thing when they both supposed to be chasing God. And that's what going to bring both of them together. Glory be to God. He says some of these things, they were not assigned to your destiny. Some of these relationships that you done found yourself in, God said, I ain't give you clearance on that. I didn't tell you to make that move. I ain't tell you to do that. And I'm going to tell I'm telling y'all what I know. Y'all ain't got to say nothing because I testify. I put myself on the chopping block, baby. Look, I testify, Reverend, how many times I done went and got myself involved in something that God has not given me clearance to be in, that God didn't say, I didn't seek God. I didn't go to him for wisdom. I didn't go to him for, for understanding. I just wanted what I wanted and I went and did what I wanted to do. And then I found myself in a hole. Come on now, Shandrika, say me. Who ain't shame to say it? Put it in the comments. Say me. Because some of these folks act like they don't know what I'm talking about. They squeaky clean. <laughs> they squeaky clean. They don't, they don't know nothing about nothing I'm talking about. They done serve God all day life. They always put God first. They always pray. They always get in their prayer closet. Ooh, I ain't talking to them. I'm talking to some folks that know they broke, busted, and disgusted and know they need God. Come on now. I'm talking to some folks that's willing and, 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 and can be poor in spirit and can go before God and say, Lord, I'm a mess and I need you. If you don't come in and clean me up, Jesus, if you don't come in and clean me up, if you don't come in and make a way for me, I won't make it. That's it, baby. That's it. Sheila said, I am not ashamed. <laughs> put it in the comments say me glory be to god y'all listen to this psalm 31 psalm 31 and 20 hang on one second let me let me pull this up real quick hang on one second because i want to make sure i'm telling y'all right i can hold a few minutes to make sure to make sure it's right because I, I literally woke up out of my sleep this morning and wrote this stuff down as God was speaking it to me. So I got to backtrack real quick and make sure I'm, I pull the right one. Make sure I'm right. Mm -hmm. That's it. Psalm 31 and 20. You hide them 
in the secret place of your presence from the conspiracies of man. You keep them secretly in a shelter from the strife of tongues. Somebody put this in the comments right now, baby. Say, God is hiding me. God is hiding me. Put it in the comments, baby. He hiding you. Come on now. Some of this stuff fell through. Some of this stuff didn't work. Some of them opportunities were missed. Some of them fell through the crack. They ain't fall through the crack. They were supposed to fall. It was supposed to go down because just like the scripture is telling us in Psalm 31 and 20, it's saying that God is hiding me in the secret place of his presence, baby. He said, you're not meant to be in every room. You're not meant to be on every scene. You're not meant to get in a relationship with just any old body. You ain't meant to get married to just any old body. He says, some of this stuff is not assigned to your destiny. And he said, you're crying over something that had to go. It had to go. I'm going to tell y'all something I saw with God, baby. See, you praying for a, a, a breakthrough. You praying for a move of God like you ain't never seen before. You praying for God to transform your life. You praying for your finances to increase. You praying for your business to prosper. You praying for your children to be healed and to get transformation. But see, what God started doing is when you pray these prayers and you ask for this stuff, God started uh, combing through your life. He take the fine tooth comb. Come on now. And he start combing through your life. And he said, any knots you got, <laughs> any dead weight you got in your life, anybody that's joined to you, that's not supposed to be with you. People that you done went and connected yourself with just to be able to fill a void that God was supposed to be filling. God take the fine tooth comb. Come on now. He take the fine tooth comb. Y'all know, uh, to, to any of my dark skinned folks, well, any of my black folks, period. Y'all know we, God gave us a different kind of hell. We got a different kind of hell. And you, <laughs> you take that little bit of fine tooth comb and you go to running it through that hell, baby. You're going to find out real quick. Oh, this ain't, this ain't detangled like I thought it was. Oh, I still got some naps up here, baby. You know, you got to get all up in them roots. You got to get that thing. You got to work them, them, them knots and, and naps and tangles. You got to get them things, all the kinks. You got to get them out of there before you try to pick up a little bit of cone, a little fine tooth cone, and try to run that cone through that kinky hell, that faux C hell. No, baby. <laughs> Come on now. And God say, that's the way it is with your life. He said, you've been praying for a breakthrough. You've been praying for some next level stuff. But he said, I'm pulling out the fine tooth comb today, baby. And he said, I'm combing through your life. And he said, if I come across any naps, if I come across any kinks, if I come across any knots, he said, I'll stop. What's that? God say, what's that? Uh-uh, we got, we got to detangle that. We got to comb that out. We got to figure out, uh-uh. Why is you joined to this person? Why are you still going to these places? Oh, why are you still drinking that stuff? Why are you still eating like that? Why are you still eating all that grease and that fried chicken and them oxtails and them neck bones and stuff and that fried cornbread and all that stuff? But you talking about your goal is you want to lose 50 pounds. You want to get fit and healthy and toned. God, give me a fit and healthy and toned body. God, Okay, God said, let's pull out the fine tooth comb. Come on now. Let's pull out the fine tooth comb. Let's look at your habits. Let's look at the people that's in your life. Let's, let's look at what you do every day. Let's look at who you talking to. <laughs> let's look at what you eat. Let's look at what you drinking. We gonna pull out the fine tooth comb. Glory be to God. And so I seen that with God. And as y'all go throughout your transformation, you're gonna see that. You're gonna see that with him as well. Y'all hang on one second. Let me hook my charger up to my laptop. 
Hang on one second. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yes, y'all can sip on y'all coffee while I'm getting right over here. Can y'all hear me okay, YouTube? Y'all can hear me okay? I had to unhook my mic. Can y'all hear me now? Yes? Okay. Okay, we good. We bite rolling, baby. Laptop charging, we bite rope. <laughs> God have to take that fine tooth comb, baby. And God have to start combing, combing through that hair. He have to start combing through you, combing through your life. Because you got you got dead weight that's joined to you. You got parasites, you got leeches. Y'all know how it is with parasites, with leeches. They join themselves to you. They get their power from your power. They get their blood supply from your blood supply. They get their anointing from your anointing. Some of these folks riding off of your anointing. They riding off of what God doing with you. They riding off of your power. They riding off of your destiny. They riding off of your talent. He said it's time to cut the dead weight, baby, and let every person fend for themselves. And he said it's time for you to get serious about your transformation. Come on now. It's time to cut the dead weight off. It's time to cut the leeches off. It's time to get them out of there, baby. And y'all know what them leeches and the parasites and that, that, that stuff like that. It's a certain way you have to take them off. You can't just snatch them off. It's a certain way you got to remove it from your life. God said, be careful how you go to removing stuff and how you go to removing people from your life. That's it, baby. They will suck the life out of you. 
And you got to be careful. You got to be strategic. See, y'all know what they say. You catch more bees with honey. <laughs> you catch more bees with honey. I remember when I first got started in my transformation and God, when I, when I walked away from my job in 2019, and I always give this disclaimer, I ain't telling nobody to do that. I ain't saying you need to leave your job. I'm just telling you what I had to do. I walked away from my job in 2019 and I remember God spoke to me. He told me, he said, don't you tell nobody what you're doing. Don't you tell nobody what you're doing. Come on now. He said, I want you to be quiet. He said, just tell them you're working on something right now and you'll get back to them later. But they didn't know that I was working on me. They didn't know that that, that transformation was happening on the inside of me. And God told me, he said, you ain't got to tell nobody what you're doing. Because he said, when the appointed time has come, he said, they going to see. They going to see. And that's for somebody. You ain't got to try to show nobody what you're doing. You ain't got to try to let them in on the action. You ain't got to try to bring them behind the scenes. You ain't got to try to show them, look, this is what I have now. Look, this is what God is doing in my life now. Look, this is who I'm with now. Oh, this is who I'm married to now. Like, sure, Avery, baby, on, on the color purple. I is married now. <laughs> Come on that. I is married now. You ain't got to go out of your way to tell folk what God doing in your life. Because at the appointed time, he said they're going to see it. I'm going to make sure they see it. Because the glory of God is going to be revealed in this earth, baby. Whether, whether the devil want to see it or not, whether he like it or not, God say, I'm going to make sure that the glory that I put on the inside of you is revealed at the appointed time. See, that be the problem right there. We be trying to move before the appointed time. Just like Jesus was telling Mary, he said, woman, it ain't my time yet. You trying to pull me out. You trying to bring me out. You trying to get me to do this and do that. And woman, I done told you that it ain't my time yet. See, I don't care how anointed you are. I don't care how gifted you are. I don't care what God has called you to do in this earth realm. There is an appointed time that that thing is going to come forth. There is an appointed season that God has designated to elevate you, baby. And he's not going to bring you out a minute before that time. He's not going to show them folks your value a minute before that time. That's why some of these folks that weren't joined to your destiny, when they connected themselves to you and you did all you could to try to get them to see your worth and see your value, and you wonder why they could never see, they could never wipe you up, they could never commit to you, they could never be the one that you wanted them to be. Who am I talking to, baby? That's because it wasn't your time yet. Baby, come on now. It wasn't your time yet. And God said it was some things that you that he still needed to needed to develop on the inside of you. There were some things that he still needed to work out in you because if you would have got married to that person at that time, baby, that would have been a hot mess. That would have been a hot mess. Who am I talking to, baby? If you would have connected with them folks and y'all would have started that business at that time, that would have been a hot mess. If you would have went and got an apartment with your best friend when y'all were 19, baby, that would have been a hot mess. Because then you would have ended up with all kind of stuff on your credit because ain't now one of y'all got no character at this time. Ain't now one of y'all uh, mature. You just want what you want and you're not thinking about nothing else. I'm telling y'all what I know. And what I live for myself. Many times I would cry 
I would slide down the wall, do the ugly cry. I would say, Lord, why they did me like that? Lord, why they treated me like that? Lord, why, why them folk told me no? Why I didn't get the loan? Why I couldn't get it? Why I couldn't get the opportunity? Why I couldn't start the business? Why I couldn't get the car? Why I couldn't get that house? And God said, because it wasn't your time yet. And then you had dead weight on you. You had people that were joined to you that I did not give them clearance to go to your next level. Let me tell y'all something else about God, baby. Do you know that he will hold up your blessing? He will hold up your breakthrough. You could be sitting there crying out to, to close heavens, to a closed gate because of that person that you got sleeping in the bed with you, because of that person that you got that's calling you every day saying, hey, what you doing? Hey, let's go do this. Let's go do that. But you wonder why you're not hearing no yes from God. You wonder why you're not getting no breakthrough from God. He said it's because you still got them boosters on your right. Got to drop them. Do you understand me? And it going to hurt, baby. I'm telling y'all some real stuff. It going to hurt when you got to walk away from some folks that you done built your whole life around. It going to hurt when you got to say no when you really want to say yes. But God say, how bad do you want it? Oh, okay. Come on now. How bad do you want it? Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? You got to drop them. That's it, baby. You got to drop them. Psalm 31 and 20 says he hides me in his secret place. You hide them in the secret place of your presence from the conspiracies of man. See, when people trying to get over on you, when people conspiring against you, when people go to hating, people go to talking, people go to being envious. See, you got to get in the secret place with God, baby. You got to get in your prayer closet. You got to get your journal and your blue ink pen. You got to stay out the way. Like we said, baby, 2024, the divine one staying out the way. We're going to get in the lab with God. We're going to get in these seminars. We're going to get on these videos. We're going to get in this group coaching program. And we staying out the way. We staying out the way. We're going to let them have all that over there. Let them other folk have the drama. Let them other folk have the mess. And you stay out the way. You hide them in the secret place of your presence from the conspiracies of man. You keep them secretly in a shelter. From the strife of tongues, let me tell you something, baby. When God got his hand on your life, come on now, it don't matter what, who said about you. I used to sit up all night long and worry about what folks said about me. I used to sit up all night long before I knew who I was. I used to sit up all night long and cry about why certain folks didn't like me and why they didn't want to be with me and why they didn't want to be my friend. Come on now. And why? I did this and I did that for them and they still won't have nothing to do with me. They still won't support me. They still won't bite me up. God say, baby, he said, the word say, you keep them secretly in a shelter from the strife of tongues. When God got his hand on your life, it don't matter what they say or don't say. Do y'all hear what I'm telling you today? When God got his hand on your life, when you walking with the Lord Jesus Christ, that's it, baby. You staying out the way and you ain't worrying about what they say or what they don't say. If they say I love you, you good. If they say I hate you, you still good. Why? Because he, he keeps you secretly in the shelter from the strife of tongues. It don't matter what they say. You some of y'all, you 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 upset right now. You in an uproar right now. You worrying yourself right now. 
because they ain't saying they love you. They ain't saying you my everything. They ain't saying I support you. They ain't saying I want to be with you. They ain't saying I want to be committed to you. You ain't getting the answers that you want to get, baby. But God say, let me hide you. He said, let me keep you in my secret place, in the shelter. He is a shelter, baby, in the time of the storm. I don't care if it's a physical storm that's hitting your house. I don't care if it's a spiritual storm that's going on in your mind. I came to tell somebody today, baby, that God is a shelter for you. He's a shelter for you. Ain't nobody mad but the enemy. Come on now. You better get your breakthrough today, baby. You better get your next level today because God ain't playing. He said anybody that want transformation today is yours for the asking. It's yours, baby. I don't care because we on a video. I don't care because we on a live, baby. God said my spirit ain't got no limitations. He said I'll come all through that phone screen. Some of y'all feeling something right now that you ain't felt in a long time. Come on now. That is the presence of God, baby, because he is on his life today. And I hear the Lord say, what will you have me to do for you? He said, I don't care. I come through the phone screen. He said, I don't care if you're high today, baby. I come through that high. I don't care if you're on that job today. He said, I'm coming through the job. He said, even the supervisor can't stop me. Even them, them, them mingling co-workers, even them jealous and hating co-workers. He said, can't nothing stop me when I start moving for you. He said, can't nothing hold you up but you. It's you versus you. Put it in the comments, baby. Say me versus me. It ain't no folks. It ain't them. It ain't they. Ain't no they. It's you. It's me versus me. Put it in the comments, baby. Me versus me. Sip y'all coffee. Put it in the comments. <laughs> Come on now. Sip your coffee. Sip your latte. Sip your Starbucks and put it in the comments. Say it's me versus me. See, I, I, I got to break this. I got to get this up off of me. I got to make them move. It's me versus me. <laughs> Glory be to God. Listen, God will hold back your blessings because you're still joined to dead weight. Did you know that? Did you know that? I don't care how anointed you are. I don't care how gifted you are. Listen, all the everything that I'm doing right now, it was in me when I was 19. It was in me when I was 12. It was in me when I was 25. It was in me when I was 29. It was in me when I turned 30. It was in me. But it was a it was a reason why it didn't come forth until a certain season. See. Y'all better catch this today. Come on now. Put that in the comments, baby. Say, I got to catch this. <laughs> I got to catch this, baby. Put it in the comments. Because it's a reason why it didn't come through until a certain season. See, God said I had to set the stage for you, woman. That's what he doing with y'all. See, you think you being left out of the party. You think you the outcast. You think you the outsider. You think you the underdog. But sometimes it's a good thing that you didn't get an invite to the party. Sometimes it's a good thing that you didn't get the ring. Sometimes it's a good thing that you didn't get the phone call, that you didn't get the letter in the mail, that you didn't catch the plane. Come on now. Sometimes it's a good thing, baby, because the Lord says at the appointed time, that's it, Teresa, at the appointed time, he said, when the stage is set, I'm going to elevate you. Come on now. Lisa Booker say, I'm sipping my coffee. Sip y'all coffee and get the word, baby. Come on now. Because at the appointed time, the Lord say, I'm going to make it happen in the fullness of time. Somebody say, what you say? Put that in the comments, baby. That's what we say to our him. What you say? 
<laughs> what you say? Put it in the comments, baby. Say what you say. That's what we say down here, baby, down south. When somebody go to talking and they go to talking good or they go to saying something weird. What you say? What you say? God say, I'm going to make it happen for you in the fullness of time. Not a minute before that. Not a minute too soon. What you say? Not a minute too soon. God say, I don't care how much you crying. I don't care how much you say, Lord, send it right now. I want it right now. Lord, why it ain't happening right now? Somebody say, what you say? God said, because I'm going to make it happen for you in the fullness of time. Sarah say, I'm sipping my caramel latte. Come on now. What you say? He held certain things back from me. Even though everything that I'm doing right now, I could have did it 10 years ago. I could have did it 15 years ago. But God said it was not your time yet, woman. It was not your time yet. And I'm going to tell y'all this how I know. You can feel like you're ready for something. You can think that this is your moment. You can think that this is your season. But God said, mm, not yet. Not yet. I'm not yet. I tell y'all how many times them children come to us and they want this, they want that, they want, and they feel with everything in them that they ready. They've been talking to their little friends and stuff. They've been talking to themselves in the mirror and stuff. They and they and they feeling themselves, they smelling themselves, and they feel like with everything in them, they ready. And you with the wisdom, with the knowledge, with the maturity, with the insight, with the understanding, you can look at them and you can say, hmm. Not yet. Not yet. You ain't ready yet. I love you. And I want to give it to you. But you ain't ready yet. <laughs> Come on now. You ain't ready yet. You, your roots still forming. You got to build some more habits. You got to put some more healthy habits into place. You got to mature a little bit more. Come on now. I got to see some more works from you. I got to see some more. I got to see some better, some better days from you. I got to see some better, a better attitude from you. I got to see another side of you. You're not ready. yet. I want you to ask yourself that. Come on now. What has God been seeing from me? What have my habits been looking like? What do I get up and do every day the same way every day? Because we are creatures of habit and we're going to get up and do the same thing every day, every day. That's why you got to go inside of your days and you got to start looking at what you're doing every day, what you're thinking about every day. Because they, just like they said, and this is this is uh, facts, this is statistics, that 90% of the thoughts that we think are the same thoughts that we was thinking yesterday. 90%, <laughs> over 90% of the thoughts we was thinking, that we thinking today, they the same thoughts we was thinking yesterday. We are creatures of habit. We get up and put our clothes on the same way every day. You put your underwear on the same way every day. It's a certain leg you put first inside your underwear. And you've been doing that for years. You do that the same way every day. It's a certain way you, you wash yourself when you get in the shower. It's a certain way. You wash this area first. Then you wash this. Then you wash that. It's a certain way you do your hair every day. It's a certain way you do your face routine every day. It's a, we are creatures of habit. So God said it has to get in your habits. Transformation has to start in your habits. He said that thing got to get deep rooted and deep knitted inside of your habits. And he said, when you get it in your habits, you ain't got to come to me begging me, asking me for it. Because he said, when I take the fine tooth comb through your life and I see that you have the habits in place. That is the fullness of time.
That is when God will release it to you. That is when you will get the, the yes that you've been waiting for from God. That is when you will get the increase. That is when you will the doors will fly open for you. Because I see it in my own life. Doors that I used to beat on years ago. Oh, I used to beat, beat, beat. Lord, please give me this. Give me that. I want this. I want that. Lord, please, Jesus. Lord, please touch their heart and, and have them say yes. Please let them give it to me, Lord. Please. I used to beat and beat and beat. But I didn't understand that I was crying out to close heavens. The gate was closed because God said it ain't your time yet. And you got dead weight on you. You got folks joined to you. You got folks connected to you. That if God was to give it to you, they'll run through it. Come on now. If God was to give it to you, they'll snatch it up. Because that's what the leeches do. They ride off your anointing. They join themselves to you. And they suck. They pull the very life force from you. Come on now. They pull the blessings from you. They pull the increase from you. They pull the anointing from you because they know they ain't going to get it. So they're going to connect with you to get what you got. They were not assigned to your destiny. God said for some of these things and these people, he says, I hid your value from them. I covered you. I protected you because it was not your time yet. And you had dead weight joined to you. So he said, I had to wait till the boosters fell off of your rocket. And he said, when you made that move that I was waiting on you to make, come on now. Some of y'all, you getting ready to make a move that God been waiting, baby. He been waiting on you to make that move. He been waiting on you to change your phone number. Come on now. He been waiting on you to tell them folks no. He been waiting on you to say no I'll pass and God say that's when your rocket gonna take off that's when that thing ain't gonna take off come on now but he said not a minute before that because you gotta drop the dead weight first you gotta get rid of the habits and the things and the people and the places that have joined themselves to you that is not supposed to be a part of your destiny telling y'all some real stuff telling y'all some real stuff as anointed as you are as gifted as you are as chosen as you are, you could be selected by God to do something powerful in this earth realm. But if you with somebody that God ain't gave clearance to go to your next level, if you besties with somebody that God say, mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> come on now, you besties, that's your best friend since the third grade. But God ain't bit, I'm telling y'all how we say down here, God ain't bit more gay them folks clearance to get to your next level, baby, than a man in the moon. <laughs> Dave, listen, God said, I ain't, I ain't bit more agreed to that, baby, than a man in the moon. They, uh-uh, uh-uh. He said, hey, no, no. That friend you love? No. No. Them little habits you got? No. Nope, your heart ain't right. Oh, you got some stinking stuff in your heart. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You got some jealousy in your heart. You got some envy in your heart. What that heart do? Put that in the comments, baby. Say, what that heart do? God said, I ain't gave them full clearance to go to your next level. Come on now, Terry Richardson. Say a 30-year friendship. I had to let it go three years ago. Y'all better testify in the comments, baby. Come on now. Shandrika say, force the marriage. God ain't tell you to do that. 30-year friendships. 
See, this when it get real with God. I feel the power of God. This is when it get real with God. When you got to walk away from some stuff, you got to walk away from some people that you sit up all night long. Some of y'all, you done had to break things off. You done had to say no to people. You done had to cut ties. And they think they sit around thinking you cut throat. They sit around thinking, oh, who she thinks she is, who he think he is. Meanwhile, you behind the scenes with God crying out, saying, Lord, please, why I gotta let it go? I, I love them, Lord. I believe in them. Lord, I put so much in them. I don't want to let it go. I don't want to cut ties with it. Because see, that's the heart that you have. They don't even see that you on your face in private with God and how that thing stressing you out, how that thing breaking you down because you had to tell them no. They don't realize, just like our own children don't realize sometimes that when I tell you no, as bad as I want to give it to you, I got to tell you no. And it hurt me to say no. But I got to say no. Come on now. I got to say no. It hurt me to close the door, but I got to close the door. Some of y'all, just like I be telling y'all, God then told you to close the door because sometimes God has to break your heart in order to save your soul. You got to feel that pain. You got to go through that hurt. You got to cry them tears. You got to slide down the wall and do the ugly cry because the Lord say your soul is more important than what you feeling in this moment. Who am I talking to today, baby? He said your soul is more important. I had to learn that. Told you, your soul live forever. Your soul is eternal. You got you to gotta learn how to feel these emotions that you're feeling right now. And you got to let this thing come across you like a wave. And then let it go. Let it go. Come on now. Let it go. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say, let it go. L-I-G. Let it go. <laughs> he said, in the spirit, I want you to think of it just like you walking out in the ocean. You walking out in the ocean and y'all know how when you walking in the ocean or you walking the shore and you kind of you go out just a little bit, not too much, but you go out just a little bit and you walking in the ocean and the waves start coming. One wave hits you. You can see the wave when it's coming and then it hits you in that moment and then it passes. He said, that's how I want you to be with your feelings. That's how I want you to be with your feelings. Come on now. When you start feeling that, that spirit of depression, when you start feeling that spirit of frustration, when you start feeling that spirit of anger, he said, I want you to see what's coming. Just like you walking out in that ocean, you can see that wave coming. He said, I want you to recognize what's going on in your body. Oh, I'm about to get mad. Okay, I see it coming. I feel it coming. I'm about to get mad. <laughs> this is what you're saying. And, and write it down. Journal this stuff. Write it down. This is how you're going to break bad habits. When you feel it coming, write it down. Come on now, get your journal, get your blue ink pen. I, I, I want to tell up that fried chicken. I feel the craving coming. I want me some of that fried chicken. I want me some of them neck bone. <laughs> I want me some of them collard, the, the, the collard green with the with the with the my auntie, uh uh my auntie Eve that passed. She used to love to put her some, she called it fat bite. She used to put some fat bite in her collard green, baby. So you get that you get that little craving where you say, I want to put me some of that fat bite, some of that pork in the collard greens. I want some of them neck bones. I want some of them. Listen, when you feel it coming, that's that wave. That's that wave. Come on now. And when you feel it coming, it's you see it. That's just, that, you see that wave coming. It's about to hit you. When it hits you, the moment that it hits you, and I want y'all to catch this in the spirit. You walking in the ocean, the wave is hitting you. The moment that the wave meets you and it hits you, that's when you're in the thick of it. That's when you're in the thick of it. Come on now, I want to cut. I want to curse her out. That's it. 
When you when you in the thick of it, when your your you your palms sweating, your heart racing, you feel it with everything in you. Like, ooh, I'm about to go upside her head. I'm about to clothesline her. <laughs> ooh, and it be it be that moment where they the, the chicken is right there by your nose. Y'all remember that episode of Martin when they put the food right there by his nose and he was smacking. <laughs> it be just like that. That's where you in the thick of it, baby. When you got the, the, the devil done put it right down in your nose. It's right there where you can literally just reach out and just touch it. Grandma them in there cooking that fried chicken and you can smell it. You can, listen. That ex go to text and you go to call and you, hey, big head, can't come through. Come through. Pull up. Pull up. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to today? Hey, big head, what you doing? Pull up, come through. What the children doing? I miss my family. I want my family back. <laughs> come on now. You listen, that's when you're in the thick of it. That's when you're in the thick of it. But you know what God done told you. You know God done told you that I got better for you. You know God done told you, listen, I got something else in store for you. You know God done told you that your transformation is just around the corner, baby. You done came too far to give it all up now. You know what God be done told you. So I want y'all to think of it just like that. Come on now. When that wave hit you, feel it. When that emotion hit you, feel it. And then let it go. Feel it. Now, you might have to sit in it for a few minutes. You might have to sit in it for an hour or two. But while you're sitting in it, I want you to be writing. I want you to be journaling. How, are, how am I feeling right now? Don't, don't go to social media. That's a trap. Don't do that. Don't go to social media and put what's on your mind. Uh-uh. You're supposed to go to your journal and write in your journal what's on your mind. You're supposed to go in your prayer closet. You're supposed to go in secret with your father and let him know what's on your mind. That's a snare. That's a trap. The enemy wants you to come on that platform and put what's on your mind because he's not going to send nobody to pray for you. And don't be listening to that stuff folks putting in the comments to my I'm praying for you. No, they ain't. You got to go to God, baby. Do y'all hear what I'm telling you? You got to go to God and you got to go in your secret place and say you hide them in the secret place of your presence from the conspiracies of man. The main folk that be in the comments, them the folk, them some of the folk that run in the conspiracies. Who I'm talking to today, baby? That's it. A private life is a peaceful life. The main folk that's saying congratulations. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Look, them the conspiracies of man. Because they, you, all you're doing is giving them something to talk about. All you're doing is giving them a hot topic. All you're doing is giving them a topic for their conversation, for their brunch. <laughs> Come on now. So the Lord say, I want you to get in secret with me. He said, I'm trying to hide you. And he said, while I'm hiding you, I'm going to reveal to you. And I'm going to show you some of the things and some of the people that have attached themselves to you that not assigned to your destiny and he said they must go before i elevate you they must go before i give you the increase they must go before i take you to that next level telling y'all what i know as gifted as you are god will hold up the blessing he will hold up the next level he will hold up the increase he will hold it up baby and some of y'all know what i'm talking about when you went to letting some of this stuff go, 
you went to child doors went to flying open for you. Your business went to prospering. Your skin went to looking better. You started losing weight. You met new friends. You met new kingdom connection. And then you 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 think about it later after God started elevating you. You think about how you used to sit up all night long and cry over people, cry over over these folks that that couldn't see your value, that couldn't see your worth. Whole time God was hiding you from them. He was hiding you from them. Come on now. God said, yeah, yeah. he said for some of you, he said you did all you could to try to show them your value. You did all you could to try to show them that you was the one. You did all you could, baby. But he said they wasn't going to see it. And they were never going to see it because they were not assigned to your destiny. I did not give them clearance to go to your next level. He says, I hid your value from them folks. I covered you. I protected you because it wasn't your time yet. You needed to mature. You needed to heal. You needed to grow. And you needed to cut the boosters off your rocket. Cut the dead weight from your life. Some of you right now, you could be sleeping with the enemy. You could be sleeping with the enemy. Come on now. You could be all cozied up with the enemy. You could be sharing your wins with the enemy. You could be sharing your goals with the enemy. Listen to me, baby. God say, I need you to get in the secret place with me. I need you to stay out the way. I need you to let me put you out there. I need you to let me elevate you in the fullness of time. I need you to let me reveal the glory that I put inside of you. When I stop trying to show people and I let God do it, let me tell y'all something, baby. God going to make sure they get the memo. Do you understand me? You ain't going to have to try to make sure they know. You ain't going to have to try to make sure they, they heard it through the grapevine. Because God going to make sure they get the memo. Y'all remember that word I, I gave y'all I said they got to watch you eat? The Lord is preparing the table for you. Oh, come on now. In the presence of your enemies, baby. Psalm 23. I want y'all to go read that scripture in Psalm 23 because David said the Lord is preparing the table for me in the presence of my enemies, baby. And God said, all I need you to do is sit down and eat. They got to watch you eat. Come on now. And God said, it ain't going to be that nanny nanny boo boo stuff. It ain't going to be that, uh-huh, back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot, they all on me. It ain't going to be that kind of stuff. Come on now. Because he said, by that time, I'm going to be them working on your heart. I'm going to be them working on your spirit. And he said, when you see them folks, when you see them with their jaw drop, he said, you're going to pray for them. You're going to say, Lord, have mercy on them. Come on now. When you see them talking about you, when you see them hating on you, you're going to say, Father, forgive them because they know not what they do. Oh, Lord, they don't know I'm the chosen one. Come on now, that's what I hear y'all saying. They don't know I'm the chosen one, Toya. They don't know I'm God's anointed one. So you praying and you telling your heavenly father, Lord, forgive them. Because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know who I am. They don't know who you are, baby. I told y'all, except God reveals it to these folks, they will never know who you are. Come on now. Just as Jesus was telling Peter, he said, I don't want to hear about all these other folks talking about this, talking about that, who they saying I am. He asked Peter, he said, who do you say I am? Come on now. Who do you say I am? And Peter told him, he said, I say that you are the Christ. I say that you are the Messiah. Come on now. He said, I say that you are the son of the living God. And then it was what Jesus said back to him that let me know that except God reveals to these folks who you are, they got a blindfold on them. 
Jesus told Peter, he said, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. Come on now. He said, it was my father. Oh, it was my father, which is in heaven that revealed that to you. Except God show these folks who you are. Except God take the covering off of their eyes, baby. Except God remove the blindfold. They will never see your value. Telling y'all what I know. They will never see it. So you might well stop trying to get them to see it. You might well stop tap dancing. You might well stop walking on eggshells. You might well stop getting in the pulpit, preaching your worth every day in your own house. You might well stop sending them long, drawn-out text messages and them paragraphs and paragraphs of text messages that them folks ain't even reading. They ain't even reading that stuff. And you pouring your heart out in these text messages and stuff, trying to show them something. When God say, I done put a blindfold on these folks, because they is not assigned to your destiny. They got to go. Let them go, baby. Come on now. Put it in the comments. Say, let them go. Let them go. And when you let it go, watch how God take off for you. Watch how he take off for you, baby. But you got to let it go. You got to let it go. Come on now. And I'm going to tell y'all what I just heard the Holy Spirit say. He said, some of y'all, you exercise. You, you sitting out talking about you don't know your gift. You sitting out talking about you don't know your purpose. You don't know your assignment. But meanwhile, you sending paragraphs and paragraphs of text messages to people trying to show them, trying to prove your point, trying to show them your worth, trying to show them your value. When God say that's part of your gift right now, you able to put text, write out long text messages, all these paragraphs and stuff. He said, you better make an e-book. Come on now. Who's sitting up there talking about they don't know their gift, they don't know what they're supposed to do, they don't know their word, but they can type out them long, drawn-out text messages where you, you, you're expressing a point, you're speaking on a topic, and you're going in-depth with that topic. You're, saying, you're, you're expressing your emotions, you're articulating your emotions. Do you know that's a gift? Do you know everybody can't do that? They can't do that. That's why they texting you by saying, yep. That's why they're texting you by saying, K. <laughs> they can't even do that. You sitting up there tap dancing, walking on eggshells, and they, child, God said you can run circles around them folks when it comes to your gift. You run circles around them folks. But see, you got to change the way you see yourself. See, I had to change the way I see myself. Everything I'm saying to y'all right now, I used to say it to somebody else. But they didn't value it. They didn't respect it. So what did I do? I took my power bike and I went and gave it to somebody that wanted it. Y'all better hear me today. Okay. I went and gave it to somebody that wanted it. Come on now. And I had to believe that what God put in me is enough. I had to believe that what I'm writing down, what I'm putting in text messages, what I'm pouring my heart out to people, I can go start me a business. I can go get my life coach certification and I can go tell this to my clients. And they're going to respect it. Okay. But I had to respect it first. See, I had to value it first. I had to take my power by it first. I had to go where I was celebrated first. Some of y'all, you sitting around people that's barely tolerating you, but you need to get around some folks that's ready to receive the gifts that God has placed inside of you, baby. Don't you send no more long text messages. Go put them words in an ebook. Go put them words in an ebook. And I don't want to hear about you can't write no ebook. Yes, you can. Because if you wrote that text message, you can write an ebook. Come on now. That's it, baby. Value yourself. Value yourself. That's it. 
we, you got the power in you. You can create it. You just putting it in a hole. You putting it in dead weight. But see, once you cut the, the boosters off, once you cut the dead weight off, now you can do something. Y'all hang on one second. Now you can do something. Me grabbing some paper towel. Y'all hang on one second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to learn that with my own self. We got what it takes. We got what it takes to change our life. We just putting it into the wrong people. Let me give y'all the rest of the message, baby. And I'm gonna let y'all go. Y'all gonna y'all can go enjoy the rest of y'all. Enjoy the rest of y'all weekend, baby. Glory be to God. Listen, just like the word of God says, it was good for me. It was good for me that I would be afflicted. It was good for me that they would lie on me. It was good for me. See, you got to start reconditioning your mind and you got to start changing the way you think. And you got to start seeing these uh, missed opportunities. These things that fell through the cracks, these little breakups, these little falling outs, these little rejection, these little betrayals. You got to change your mindset. You got to shift inwardly. That's what repentance really means. Okay. Repentance don't mean we go into church and we get in the prayer line with Pastor them and we let them put all on us, douse us in all, and then we fall all out everywhere in the church, knocking down their chairs and stuff. That That's shenanigans. That's not repentance. I know what that is. I could tell y'all because I did that for years. Okay, I'm, look, I ain't talking about nobody. I'm talking about myself because I did that for years. I'm going in the prayer line. Every week I'm in the prayer line. Come on now. Got pastor praying for me every week. And no, I ain't finna change. No, I ain't finna change my life. Got them folk praying their heart out for you. And you know you ain't finna change. You know you finna leave up out of there and do the same thing. <laughs> do the same thing you've been doing because it ain't your time yet. You still need to grow. You still need to develop. You still need to mature. So every week I'm in there in the prayer line. Pray for me. Pray for me, pastor. That's not repentance. Those are shenanigans. That's a show. That's the, the, that's the enemy putting on a show, baby. And he be laughing. He laughing the whole time because he know you ain't about to change. He know, oh, I got her number. I got her number. I got his number. All I got to do is send Keisha over there. <laughs> Come on now. All I got to do is send Tyrone over there. And she ain't, child, please, talking about some transformation. She ain't been to transform nothing. All I got to do is send Tyrone over there, send Keisha over there, and I got him. The devil be laughing the whole time. <laughs> Come on down. All you got to do is send Tyrone, send Keisha, send Mark, send Mark, uh-huh, send Becky, and there you go. There you go. So God say you got you to gotta mature from that. 
you see, it take time. It take you falling. It take you getting it wrong. It take you falling into temptation. The Bible say the righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. So it takes you, you know, wanting to do right, but then you still continuing to fall into that temptation. It gonna be many times on your walk towards transformation that you gonna think that you got it right and you are gonna turn out to be all wrong. But that's part of the walk. That's part of the transformation. That's why you gotta endure this walk. This is a race of endurance. This is not a race of accuracy, of speed, of swiftness, but this is a race of endurance. So you got to be willing to outlast that stuff. You got to be willing to no matter how many times you get knocked down, you still get back up again. You still get back up again. You still get up and pray again. You still get up and start fasting again. You still get up and start writing in your journal again. You still get up. You might have ate bad yesterday, but you get up today and you say, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. I'm not going to fall victim to that fried chicken today. I'm not going to fall victim to that Popeye's and that McDonald's today. I might have ate it yesterday, but devil, I ain't eating it today. Come on now. That's it. That's it, Coach Tyson. Slow and steady. Slow and steady wins the race, baby. This is a race of endurance. Glory to God. So it was good for me that I would be afflicted. It was good for me that I would go through certain things. It was good for me that they would lie on me. It was good for me because God was growing something inside of me. He was building something inside of me. <laughs> Yes, baby, that coffee too. <laughs> he was building something inside of me. I want y'all to listen to this before we go. There are certain levels you get to in God that you will not be able to take everybody with you. There are certain levels that you get to in God that you will not be able to take everybody with you. And you got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with that. And listen, not just okay with that, but you, you, we got to stop thinking that because people are not joined to us anymore, that that's a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Stop talking about people and, and, and lying on people or speaking bad about people just because y'all don't talk no more. That's life. That's life. Every time you disconnect from somebody, it don't have to be toxic. It don't have y'all can part ways in peace because this is this is a journey of transformation. This is a journey of growth. And sometimes when you walking with people, you walking with a group, you walking with it, like y'all going the same way for a certain period of time, and then you start going this way and they start going that way. You start going this way and they start going back that way. And that's all right. That's all right. When somebody bring them up, you don't have nothing bad to say about them. You love them. You still support them. You still you still talk to them here and now. You still y'all connect here and now. It ain't like how it was because your journey is just different now. Y'all are on different paths now. Y'all doing different things now. And that's OK. Successful people understand that that's OK, because I'm going to tell you something about the identity of a successful person. They too busy chasing greatness to feel bad about anybody that's no longer supporting them. They too busy. They too vision-minded. They too focused. They got tunnel vision on their goals. They got tunnel vision on the vision that God has revealed to them. They are about their father's business. I'm talking about kingdom success. When people are kingdom successful, I ain't talking about worldly success, kingdom success. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say kingdom success. 
when people are kingdom success minded, it ain't no love loss. It ain't no love loss. God wants you to let allow these things and these people to fall off your life. And he don't want you to be bitter about it. You don't you don't have to be bitter about it. That's what the world teaches. The world teaches that if you're not talking to her no more, then you're supposed to hate her. No, you don't. Love her. Pray for her. Come on now. Somebody bring her up. You ain't got nothing but good things to say. And just like they say, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Because what you say is not a reflection of that person. When people open up their mouth and they start talking about folks, I just be looking because they ain't talking. They now if they doing it around me, I'm gonna get gone because I don't even want that nowhere around me. If that's in my presence, I don't even want that nowhere around me. I'm not even finna be in the midst of that. But what I'm saying is when I'm hearing, when I'm getting wind of, of, of what somebody is saying about somebody or talking about somebody in a negative way, child, listen, see with maturity, the older you get in God, the wiser you get, the more wisdom He give you, the more understanding He give you, and you understand. Stop getting mad about what people call me. Somebody come on here right now. You call me whatever you want to call me. You could you could call me whatever name you want to call me. But that is not a reflection of me because I didn't say that. You said it. You said it out of the abundance of your heart. Your mouth will speak, not my heart. That's your heart. That's your mess. That's your stinking stuff. So what somebody is saying about you. Let that stuff go and let that roll off of you because all they're doing is speaking from the abundance of their heart. Because if, if they had pureness in them, if they had the Holy Spirit in them, if they was walking with God like that for real, if they was healed, if they hadn't dealt with their trauma, if they hadn't dealt with their mess, see a healed person, they can't carry nothing toxic. It ain't nothing in me toxic to say about nobody. I don't care how they did me. I don't care what they did to me. I don't care what they might have kicked me when I was down. They might have left me. They might. I ain't got nothing bad to say about them. Do you understand me? You know why I don't? Because I dealt with my stuff. I healed from my trauma and I'm still addressing it because this is a lifelong. We, we ain't arrived yet. See, that's another thing. We got to stop thinking we didn't arrive. I don't care. You bishop, apostle, reverend, whoever. You ain't arrived yet. You still got mess that you need to deal with. You still got childhood trauma. You still got, got uh, chains on you. You still got, got strongholds. You still got stuff that you need to be dealing with. And that be part of the problem. People start thinking they done arrived and they, they holier than thou. And they don't got to deal with no more of their stuff. When no, you need to be sitting down somewhere with your journal and your blue ink pen. And you need to be writing his stuff down. You need to be addressing that pain that you keep projecting onto people. You need to be addressing that hurt. You need to be going to that little boy that's inside. Because you could be a grown man, a grown man, a grown, strong man. But that little boy in you can still be bleeding. He can still be bleeding and he could be bleeding on everybody that's around you. You could be a, a power boss, CEO woman, baby. You about your business. You about your money. You doing this, you doing that. But that little girl in you is bleeding. She crying. She hurt. And she's bleeding all over everybody that's around you. That's it, Sarah. You got to heal from your drama. Heal from your trauma. Because there are certain levels you get to where God going to require that you deal with that before he take you to the next level. He going to require that you deal with that stuff. 
So don't y'all worry about what people are saying, what somebody putting in the comments, what somebody emailing you, what somebody texting you, what somebody calling you and saying, this is what helps me to be free from this stuff. Because I didn't say it. God ain't going to hold me accountable for nothing nobody said. You know what he going to hold me accountable for? What came out of my mouth? What did I say? And then it goes back to identity. Do you know who you are? Do you, do you really know who you are? Because once you really understand who you are in Christ Jesus, you will know that whatever name they call you, I don't identify with that. I don't identify with that. Whatever they said about you, they saying it about themselves. Do y'all understand me? They saying it about themselves. Because this is, this is when, when you think about how you experience life, how you live, you're experiencing life from your eyes, from your mindset. You speaking words from your mouth. These are all projections of you, 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 you. It ain't them. See, it's you and it's what's coming from you. And when you clean the stream, when you purify, when you allow God to purify the stream, to purify your mind, that's why the Bible tells us to keep your mind, guard your mind, because it says out of out of your mind flows life. That's the stream from where everything flows. So when they talking, when they lying, when they conspiring, when they jealous, when they envious, when they speaking evil on you, that's because they stream is dirty. It's nasty. It's stinking. Come on now. It's not pure enough because how can a pure stream put out toxic water? That don't, that don't add up. That math ain't math. Come on now. How can a clean stream, how can a pure stream put out toxic water, put out poison water? So we got to go within and we got to address the man that's on the inside. Glory be to God. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. I want y'all to meet me. Meet me in Houston, Texas on March the 16th for the Divine One Seminar, baby. Spiritual transformation is going to be in the room. Kingdom connections are going to be in the room. Listen, you don't know who coming in that room. We got divine ones from all over the world. You don't know who coming in that room. You sitting up there crying over somebody that left your life and God saying them folks wasn't even assigned to your destiny. He said, I need you to get in the room because I got some new folks. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say new folks. God got some new folks for you to connect with. He got some folks that's your kingdom family. They might not have the same blood running through their veins as you, but y'all got the same family. Because my family is those that do my father's will. So when you come, I want you to bring your business cards. Okay. <laughs> bring your business cards. Oh, every single divine one that's coming in the room don't come in the room without a business card. I want you to bring your business card. I want you to come with your game face on. I want you to come dressed for success. I want you to dress like they say, dress for the job you want. I want you to come in that thing ready. Ready. Come on now. Ready to meet transformation. Ready to meet your next level. Ready to meet kingdom connections. Ready for God to take your life to the next level. I love y'all so much. We only have limited seats. And once them gone, they gone. So y'all come on in, come on in. I love y'all so much. Let me give y'all one more scripture before y'all go, baby. Colossians 3 and 3. Colossians 3 and 3. Glory be to God. God said they was not assigned to your destiny. 
I hear your value from them folks. I hear your value. I hear your worth because they were not assigned to your destiny. I did not give them clearance to go to the next level with you. So he said, let it fall off. They had to go. They had to go. And some of this stuff is external and some of it is internal. Some of it is you got stuff within you that need to go. You got stuff in you that need to fall off. Colossians 3 and 3. It says, for, for, for you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. See, I learned that. Toya, when you, when you, when you, when you switch over to the other side, when you come into the kingdom, when you get real transformation, when you get real growth, when you really take this thing to the next level, you got to understand that your life is not your own. Your life don't belong to you no more. That's it, Teresa. You are not your own. Your life does not belong to you no more. So you have surrendered all to Christ Jesus. You have surrendered it all. See, you give him control. You give him control. And don't do this if you ain't counted up the cost. Don't do this if you don't know everything that's going to come with this walk. See, because you submit to him, because you surrender to him, it says that you have died. Your, the old you is gone. See, the old man that you used to be, he is gone. He is no more. The old woman that you used to be, she is gone. She is no more. You might have used to be a head bustle. You might have used to go out to the club, baby. You might have been popping bottles. You might have been jumping on tables. You might have been out coming down the pole. You might have been on the corner, whatever you did. He said, you have died. <laughs> that old you is gone. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say the old me is gone. These folk coming by, y'all know what I told you. They're going to come by looking for the old you and they're going to have to re-meet you. They got to re-meet you because the old you is gone for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. See, that's why they couldn't see, baby. Come on now. That's why they couldn't see who you was. That's why they couldn't see that you was a wife. That's why they couldn't see that you was a husband. That's why they couldn't see that you was a good man. That's why they couldn't see that you was a kingdom man of God. They couldn't see how good of a man you was. They couldn't see how much value you carry because you have been hidden. Your life is hidden with Christ in God and only those that are in Christ, only those that are in God. Come on now. Those are the ones that can see. Those are the ones God give them glasses they can see. So now what you had to cry and beg and fall all out for, somebody that's in Christ, somebody that's walking the same walk you walking, somebody that's an eagle that's just like you are eagle, when they look at you first glance, they can see. They can see. Okay? So God said, recondition your mind. Get your mind right. Somebody put that in the comments. Say, I got to get my mind right. Get your mind right. Because who God finna send you around, you ain't got to get in the pulpit every day and preach your word. You ain't got to get up in there and tell them folk how they need to treat you and how they need to do for you and how they need to take care of you and how they need to love you. They gonna study you and they gonna know what your love language is and they gonna know how they supposed to love you. And you ain't even got to tell them that because they in Christ. 
And God done revealed it to him. Come on now. You ain't got to tell these folks how to be your friend. You ain't got to tell these folks that you loyal, that you faithful. They can see it. They can discern it in the spirit. And they come in with some reciprocity. They come in to reciprocate all of the energy and all the love. They come in to give it back to you. That's why they couldn't see it. That's why they couldn't see it. Because you have died. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. So I can't, I, 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 mm -mm. it's not my job to get you to see it. It's not my job to get you to see that I'm anointed. It's not my job to get you to see that I have power. It's not my job to get you to see that I'm the chosen one. That ain't my job. My job is to put my head down, get to work on my transformation, stay out the way, stay out the mess, stay out the drama, and allow Christ to hide me. And at the right time, when the stage is set, come on now, when the season is set, when it's ready, when the fullness of time has come, what the word of God say, in the fullness of time, God brought forth his son. He brought forth his son, baby. Even the Lord Jesus Christ he had to wait until an appointed time. There was an appointed time. This person had to be born. Then that person had to be born. Then that person had to be born. Then that person had to be born. And it was an appointed time. Come on now. And God spoke this thing to the enemy. He spoke this thing to the enemy in the garden. In the book of Genesis. He let him know that, oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Come on now. This woman is going to bear a seed. This woman is going to bring forth a child. And this child is going to crush your head. I'm coming for you. Come on now. And God say, he, he's speaking the same thing to y'all today in this season. I want you to apply this to your life right here, right now. And no matter what year you come across this message. That's why I love the word of God, because his principles are timeless. They do not go out of style. You can come by 3,000 years from now, and this word is still going to be relevant. It's still going to be valid. God say, don't worry about the enemy that betrayed you, baby. Because when the time is right, when the stage is set, come on now, when the fullness of time has come, he said, you're going to crush his head. You're going to crush his head. Do you understand me? What was over you? What was huffing and puffing over you? What was a giant over you? God said, when the fullness of time has come, when you mature in the spirit, when you heal, when you grow, when you get out the way and you let God slow cook you, he said, I'm going to elevate you. And when God rides you up, when he raised you up, you come out of nowhere. You come out of nowhere. Do you understand me? You come out of nowhere because, see, the people don't see. They don't see what God been doing underground. They don't see what God, God take you off the radar. That's how you know God doing something with you because you say, Toya, I, I know I got power. I know I'm gifted. I know I'm anointed. I know I got talent, but ain't nobody calling me. Ain't nobody recognizing me. Ain't nobody supporting me. Ain't nobody checking for me. God taking you off the radar, baby, because it's some habits that he want to build in you. It's some character. It's some lessons you got to learn. Out there in the field, keeping the sheep. Glory to God. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. That's it. That's it. <laughs> y'all come by Monday morning, baby, at 9 a.m. We're going to be live again Monday morning. I love y'all. Meet me in Houston. Meet me in Houston, Texas. Lord, we've been on here an hour and 36 minutes. Well, I made up for the minutes that we were late, baby. I made up for it. 
So I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Listen, I'm finna go ahead and get on my mini step. <laughs> I'm finna go ahead and get on my mini step and get my workout in. Because it's me versus me. It's me versus me. And I want y'all to take that with y'all. It's me versus me. I'm the one that's holding me back. God said there were things, there were people, there were habits that were not assigned to your destiny. They had to go. They had to go. That spirit of laziness, that spirit of procrastination, that spirit of, of hesitation, that spirit of fear, those are some of the things that had to go for me. I had to let that go because that was not assigned to my destiny. God has not given me the spirit of fear. So y'all see how I'm showing you and I'm telling you that some of these things can be external. It can be physical. It can be outside of you. It can be people, but it can also be you. It can also be you. It can also be the way you think. It can also be your mindset. It can also be the words you speaking out of your mouth. Ain't nobody holding you back for real, but you. I love y'all so much. Meet me in Houston. Meet me in Houston, baby. Come on in. Come on in. I want y'all in the room. Meet me in Houston. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed.